Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. everybody welcome into another edition of from the rough america's favorite golf podcast live from the fan stream sports studios in sunny and i do mean sunny north dallas i'm indy car tim an echo here somewhere don't i Where you do an echo from oh i know where it's from thank you hey that means our sound works how do you like that at least at least our bills are paid our yeah. bills are paid yeah, yeah. our bills are paid for, i mean for now for now. Yeah, for now. For, uh, thank you. Thank you. I am Indy Tim. That other voice you hear is Mr. Johnny the Gerbman Gerber, PGA of America member Johnny Gerber. How are you, Johnny? Uh, a little somber. You see, I'm wearing black today. I'm, after the golf tournament yesterday, I might find these guys and might have to go to a funeral here because I'm I'm hot. So That's yeah, hot, It's going to be a hot one today. So I know for a, a fact. It's nice here in Dallas. I know it's for, nice here in Dallas, but I'm hot. I'm hot. Because I know for a fact what I don't hear from Johnny over the weekend very much, other than our crawfish excursion that we had on Saturday, which was wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah great. Need to get into that here in a little bit. Uh, other than not hearing from him because of golf-related stuff, I know that he's pissed off. I know that he's mad. Uh, and so I didn't get to lo- watch a lot of golf this weekend. The Zurich Classic down in Las Vegas. Or Las Vegas. New Orleans. Las See, Vegas. I don't even know where they were. In New Orleans? <laughs> Um, but I didn't hear. Like it sounds like you had a worse weekend than I did, bud. I mean, Man. Yeah. <laughs> we're not allowed to get into my weekend on this show. That's fair. That's if you fair. guys want to hear about my weekend, tune into the Colby Sapp and Indy Cartoon Show right here on Fanstream Sports at seven o'clock tonight. Our um, biggest fan, our biggest fan supporter, Nancy Gerber, is watching. So no, she doesn't <laughs> want to get into this because I don't want her to think less of you. Because if no, if you if she thinks less of you, she won't talk to me. Yeah, we're in trouble. And that's the only way I get a chance to talk to her. So we better, we better, that's, that's for a different show. Nancy Gerber, I, I might need some love advice here one of these days. You apparently raised no. Johnny, right? Because he ain't never been married. So you taught him, right? I need to, <laughs> I need to learn some of that. Um, oh boy. But yes, Johnny was quiet over the weekend. And we know that when he's quiet, something's going horribly either right or horribly wrong at the golf tournament with regard to his picks. And it was both. It was, it was both. both. We started off really, really well on Thursday and Friday. You and I talked about our picks. We'll get into our picks later. We don't want to ruin it now, but everything was looking really, really good. We kind of joked around about it, you know, like let's not jinx it for sure. And sure enough, Johnny, I think we kind of jinxed it. You know, I'm going to blame I'm going to blame uh, uh, JT up there in Columbus on 97.1 The Fan because every <laughs> time we have these big leads, and I do the interview up there in Columbus. Uh, and he watches, he's like, yeah, you know, you, you have, you know, there's no way they're going to lose. Look what happened. So I'm blaming him. 
this is him. I'm blaming him. Yeah. He jinxed me again. I think he took those voodoo dolls out like we talked about and started sticking them pins like they do down in New Orleans. And you got them California yeah. cowards down there that 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 kind of lost this tournament for me. And we're going to get into that. Boy, am I hot. I am hot. Yeah, Johnny coined a brand new phrase uh, with reference to the California guys here from the tour. He's just calling them all California cowards, especially Bo Hostler. And we'll get They're into soft. That. They're soft. They can't get it done. They got they 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 don't have the, no gumption on them, man. They're they're soft and you know, boy, that, that this one Bo Hostler single handedly lost this golf tournament for Wyndham Clark, and you could tell the frustration on the last hole from Wyndham Clark when they argued about a golf shot in there. Oh, were they arguing live like yes. on the? Oh man, yes. I missed golf yes. drama. A little bit, Dang. a little bit, and you could you could you could hear it hear it. Uh, and it all started about three or four holes earlier when Bo Hostler completely misread a putt, like went the other way, like completely went the other way. So they had plenty of opportunities, and we'll talk about that in a little bit on, um, you know, when we get to when we get to the kind of the recap a little bit. But it was very disappointing. We were looking, we were looking so strong. We did cash in on one pick, and you know, hats off to Davis Riley, friend of the show. A uh, guy I talk to a lot, practice at Highlands Performance Golf Center here in Dallas, and we talked about him a lot. We knew he was going to win at some point. Uh, I was just hoping it wasn't this week because we didn't have him. We only had him in our uh, in our top uh, in our top twenty. But right. yeah, listen, if any, you know, our phone lines are open. If anybody wants to talk about kind of the debacle down the stretch that that uh, Bo Hostler and Wyndham Clark had, please call us at two one four nine three seven. 0569. Love to hear from you. We got a couple uh, people already commenting on it. Uh, I don't want to hear any LIV comments, to be honest with you, but the guy's got a good point. Facebook you, if it was 54 holes, I'd have a winner. So he's probably right on that one. But is it really a winner? I mean, it's live golf. There are no winners. It's a winner for me because that means I win money and, you know, I'm not out there. I'm not out there playing anymore. So, yes. That's true. I mean, yes. I guess yes. so. But then you had to watch Live Golf. So, then you're then. You're very going. true. Yeah, uh, very and true. I know Johnny said call that number, but don't call it. Text it because we're not going to answer text. it. It's our in-studio text line, 214-937-0569. That is available 24-7, but especially during our live shows here on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And, um like I said, if you're listening to the recorded podcast on your favorite podcast app or on the FanStream Sports app, and you'd like to, to chit-chat with us about something you heard, put it in your phone, 214-937-0569. Use it anytime. It's monitored for the most part, except for, you know, when we're sleeping. Um, although I might see it when I get up to go pee in the middle of the night and see it and respond to you. We've kind of joked around about that happening. That is possible. Yeah. Very. So, yeah. So be careful what you text us because I might text you right back. Um, but yes, as you said, Johnny, congratulations to friend of the show, friend of the Highlands Performance Golf Center, a frequenter over there at their little facility, uh, Davis Riley and Nick Hardy, as they both team up for their first wins on the PGA Tour. And I know it's a team event, but they still count as wins, right? Um, you, you get all of the, the credits that go with it, all of the FedEx cut points, all of the, the money. Um, yeah. And it was a two-stroke win. It was pretty convincing, especially after the collapse, as you said, of Bo Hostler uh, and Wyndham Clark, that team, because Hardy and Riley shot 64, 66, 63, 65 for all four rounds. And by the way, anybody tries to argue with me that a golf tournament consists of 54 and not 72 holes, you're barking up the wrong tree because you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. 
I still don't understand that, but you know, whatever. That's why we'll never at, talk. You look, and you look at those guys like the, the Hardy and Davis Riley, and you look, you know, that that alternate shot format is really suits those guys, right? They never hit any foul balls. Uh, you know, Davis Riley, we've talked about this a bunch. I mean, I think he's got one of the best golf swings on the PGA Tour, and he doesn't hit a lot. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So those that alternate shot, I mean, they shot 11 under par for alternate shot, which is incredible for mm-hmm. two days, and that's like unheard of when it comes to that. So, you know, good for good for those guys. Uh, two up-and-coming stars. Nick Hardy's been – they've both been going, going at it for a while. Both, you know, college All-Americans, junior All-Americans just kind of coming up and feeling their way. But two young guys that you'll potentially see – you know, for a long time, first off, and then, you know, potentially guys you might see on Ryder Cups or President's Cups kind of in the future, but it just goes to show, you know, that steadiness that they had in their games that kind of complemented each other, um, you know, really worked. And it really – it actually surprised me a little bit more how well they played in the best ball right. as opposed – I knew they'd be solid in, in the alternate shot, but the best ball format really surprised me uh, that they really went that low because, you know, they're not the big long ball hitters. I mean, they're not short by any means, but they're not the Wyndham Clarks. So, you know, I, they really played well, and I thought that they com- catapulted themselves real well on the best ball format to get them in contention. And obviously not making any mistakes in that final round kind of jumped them up there and, lead, and uh, uh, to win with a two-shot lead. And it's really cool. These guys are, are the best of friends. I mean, it's, it's yeah. amazing. I'll I'll get in. I don't know if you heard or not why Davis Riley was even playing because he wasn't even supposed to play in this tournament. Um, He's been playing. He hasn't been playing well. No, you know, ever since I think ever since I gave him a lesson, he started playing like crap. So uh, maybe maybe he he quit listening to me. So <laughs> so you know, hey, he just uh, he started playing. Well, remember that thing I told you when I worked with him and he like went yeah. from he went eight five eight eight. Yeah, at in San Antonio, it's Johnny's I was like, fault. Well, that's, that's probably the last time he listens to me. Johnny's but no, fault. that's a joke. He he was he was sick that week. So, uh, you know, hey, listen, good for him. I'll 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 see him. Um, I'll probably see him this week down here in Dallas at the Highlands Performance Golf Center. And I know he's going to play Wells Fargo next week. He he he'll, I don't know if he's playing Byron Nelson. I think he might skip Byron Nelson. Uh, and then play PGA, uh, PGA Colonial, and then mm-hmm. Memorial. So we'll see what his schedule pans out. I'll ask him this week when I see him this week. Uh, at the Highlands. Now, did you screw his game up by giving him a lesson, or did you show him the video that I sent you of me swinging golf clubs? That might have uh, done well, it, too. Well, first off, I showed him the video of you swinging. I said, don't swing like this. Here's what not to do. Yes, and you'll be perfectly <laughs> fine, right? So, no. Listen, the guy, the guy's first class, he's one of those guys. That we've talked about him, you know, kind of throughout this year. Uh, now he's kind of in the spotlight of winning, but we've talked about how good of a ball striker, how good of a guy he is, uh, things like that. So, hey, listen, kudos to him. He didn't uh, – I might ask him for a little reimbursement check, really, to be honest with you, when I see him this week uh, for winning the tournament. He probably won't give it to me. But, hey, uh, lost me some candy by winning, but, no, I'm happy for the guy. And, you know, it's, this could be a potential guy like you see, like a Cam, like a Cam Smith, you know. Mm-hmm. Five or six years ago, you never knew who Cam Smith was, and then he won this tournament. He got all these exemptions, felt comfortable about winning, uh, and, you know, just kind of catapulting to great things. And maybe this is a, another thing with Davis Riley. Uh, and he's, he's, he's one of the – what's surprising to me, as well as he's finished, he's, he's one of the last on the PGA Tour in putting this year, which is a surprise to me. So, obviously, it tells you how good his ball striking is. And kind of Nick Hardy's the opposite. Doesn't hit right. him nearly as well. 
but puts it puts it pretty uh, pretty damn good for those guys. Davis Riley's quote after the tournament was really cool. I thought it said, "quote This is so special, and to share it with one of my best friends out here on tour is a dream come true." The progression of playing high school college golf and playing PGA Tour golf is this, is super special, and to share this moment with Nick is pretty cool. So that that for sure that's got to make it a little more special, you know, when when it's a team event and you're with a buddy of yours, not just somebody that you teamed up with. And like I mentioned, he wasn't even supposed to play in this event because he teamed up with uh, Will Zalatoris back in 2022, yeah. uh, who of course is is still injured. Um, and then he originally was going to seek out the services of his former college teammate, Thomas Dietrich. Yeah. Um, but he paired up with Victor Perez. So, uh, you know, it got Riley and Hardy together. And, uh, hey, we're buddies. Let's do this thing. And look what happened. Um, they've known yeah, each other he, since they were 14. Yeah, and he missed – Davis missed a cut last week, right? So that mm-hmm. kind of was like, man, I kind of need some reps. I don't want to go in there cold. I think if he would have made the cut – um, you know, he probably, wouldn't have played, he probably wouldn't have played this week. So, you know, sometimes there's a silver lining missing that cut. You don't, you know, you don't want to do it on purpose, obviously. And it, things like that happen. But uh, there was definitely a little silver lining when it comes to that. Uh, they set the all-time tournament scoring record. Um, of course, that mark set by uh, last year's champions, Cantlay and Shoffley. Um, going into Sunday, they were three strokes off of Clark and Hostler. Um, and they really didn't get anything going. I didn't think really until the back nine, um, on, on Sunday, they turned in a two under, uh, five back nine birdies, including a near ace on the par three fourteenth by Riley. I did see footage of that. That was a pretty sweet shot. Yeah. Um, and I mean, from there that just took, uh, put them into the lead, uh, Nick Taylor, Adam Hadwin, and uh, Hostler and Clark, of course, all tied for the lead. And then um, 28 under, I think, is where – I think 28 under was kind of a target for everybody. Is that what won it, what won it last – was it 27 under won it last year? No, can't remember what under. They no, they got a they, – they, I think 29 under won last year. Last so year, they, okay. I, I thought the target score was 30. I thought Legit, if somebody okay. got to 30 that, that it really came to fruition there. And then, you know, you got Hadwin and Nick Taylor who just – Went crazy, birdied like right. seven, six or seven holes in a row. Yeah, um, that killed them. That they didn't birdie the last hole potentially to put a little bit more pressure on guys coming in. Um, but it was an interesting play that that's uh, Hardy. They had a two shot lead coming in. That Hardy that he laid up right going into eighteen, which was a you know ultimately was a smart play. And they had a potentially an opportunity to get to 31, but they just didn't. But you know, hey, listen, that's what that's what it that's what it takes an alternate shot, man. You got to. You got to be steady, but more of the issue is, I mean, yeah, did they went out and won it? They shot, you know, they shot sixty five the last round, which was great. But a little bit of it too is, you know, you look at the leaders is going in there. Both those groups combined shot one under par, even and one under an alternate shot on the last round. You do that, you're just going to get steamrolled, you know. And it, you're talking about, you know. Hoster coming in and, and you, I mean we can talk about it now if you want. If not, I'm just gonna my face is gonna continue to get red and red. Yeah, because let's do he it. Sing, he single handedly lost the golf tournament for them, right. and I think you saw it when they had a little bit of an argument with Wyndham Clark. So if we go back a little bit, um, on 15, uh, Bo Hoster, Bo Hoster read a putt from Wyndham Clark, and they were kind of arguing a little bit about it on which way it go it went. And ultimately, Wyndham Clark trusted 
Bo Hostler, and it went the opposite way. He com- I mean, he mm. misread it completely, which doesn't really happen very often mm. on people, but completely misread it. Completely misread it. So on the next hole, Wyndham Clark pipes one down there. It's like a 490 yard par four. And he's got like Bo Hostler has like 160 left, and he literally hit a shot like you would. I mean, he he hooked it. He missed it. I resemble that off, remark. Seventy yards offline. Wow. On the short side. And he hit it so far left that there was no way. I mean, no way that that they could get up and down. He short side himself. He had a chip. So Wyndham Clark was stuck. So I mean, bogey. Then Hostler has the tee on on the next hole, and Duck hooks it in the water, like on a three hundred and twenty yard par par four, mm-hmm. where you can, I mean, you can blow it to prosper on the right hand side, and he he Duck hooks it in the water. So they make bogey there. So. So single-handedly, this guy, this California coward, just completely lost the golf tournament. So they hit a they hit an average shot on the next hole, and then going into eighteen, they were talking about whether they wanted to go for it or not. Uh, Hoster hit a pretty good drive. I think he had like two sixty left, and they were arguing about what shot to hit, like what what club to hit. And Wyndham Clark was just over it. Like you could tell, he was like, "Man, listen, I'm gonna hit the shot I want to hit. Just, just leave me alone." They're they've already lost the golf tournament, and those things boil. You don't you don't want to blame anybody when it comes to that. I mean, that's a, that's a tough thing to do, and publicly they're not gonna say anything. But I'm going to. Sure. He he lost the golf tournament for them, single handedly, no doubt about it. So hey, listen, man, Wyndham Clark, he he deserves a little bit better than that. That's the fourth time that Bo Hosser has a 50, had a 54-hole lead in a, in a PGA tournament and hasn't came through. So that tells you everything you need to know. He's he's got he's got the insides of oatmeal, man, and he just can't. You got to have a little bit better than that. Write that down too. You got to have a little Put bit better than that. Yeah, you got to have a little better than that if you're gonna win a PGA tournament. Uh, and really, you know, like like you said, they were in contention that they had to share of the lead after every round, except the one that mattered. They had a two-shot lead going in the last hole. And we last thought round. and we thought they would be the first-time winners that we were really looking for. Um, but like you said, disappointment after disappointment, the meltdown by Hostler on the final nine, really. I mean, was really kind of where it happened. Um, poor Wyndham Clark. You know, clearly they were uh they were not in sync in that final round, and it opened the door for other first-time winners. I mean, I know I know you had you had Clark and uh, and we'll get into picks in a little bit, but I know you had Clark and Hostler on there. From a fan standpoint, I'd much rather have seen Davis Riley and Nick Hardy win it. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. so I got I no mean, problem with that. You know, that's fair to say. And and here's what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh I'm gonna put my wager down tomorrow that Bo Hostler and Wyndham Clark aren't gonna be paired together next year in this term. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going. I'm just going to throw that out there real quick. So I think uh, Wyndham Clark's going to make make some sort of say, "Hey, man, I want to play with a Canadian guy, right, yeah. or something." Or you know, uh, I promise you, they're not playing together next. Wyndham year. Clark might be on the phone today trying to nail down his partner for next year already, just to get it out oh, of the no, way. He, no, he was already. He's already got his partner for next year. I promise you. He 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 figured that out after they signed their scorecard yesterday. Yeah, he was like, "I'm out." Yeah, I'm a new addition. I'm out. That's funny. Uh, we're going to take a quick break right here on From the Rough on Fanstream Sports, and then we're going to get into some of the other pairings, some of the other scores. Uh, how did they do? Did they surprise us? And how in the crap did Colin Morikawa and Max Homa 
missed the cut. We'll talk about all that next. Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Hey, everybody. IndyCar Tim here. I want to tell you about our friends over at Turf Life. Turf Life is the brand that salutes the consumer and the industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. It addresses the games we play and the jobs we do. Turf Live showcases sports, business, education, and our enjoyment of the outdoors. Head over to TurfLifeClub.com, become a turf head, and join the club today. Snag your window decal or other special Turf Life accessories over at TurfLifeClub.com, and I'll see you there. Thank you, Turf Life. Hey there, it's Colby Sepp. I'm here to talk to you about the Highlands Performance Golf Center. North Dallas's premier golf practicing facility. Practicing? Ah, if you're practicing, you're going to need some things. Like, you know, a premier golf practice facility. So what goes into a premier golf practice facility? It's 65 plus. That means more than 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, an indoor putting studio, and an 18-hole mini golf course. But wait, there's more. You can also take advantage of their PGA teaching pros. Get your golf game the level up that you so desperately need. What if it's raining? That's a good question, Tito. Well, they've got covered tees, Tito. Also, if it's cold, they've got heated tees, Tito. So take your game or your Tito out to Highlands Performance Golf Center. And if you need internets, well, highlandspgc.com. Go there. Get your golf game right by going to the Highlands Performance Golf Center. See you later, Tito. And also you, too. Or if you're sitting with Tito. Eh, horrible dismount. It's a commercial. End. <laughs> End. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers, and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more fan stream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm Indy Tim. That is John Gerber. 
Welcome aboard, everyone, to this Monday show. Talking golf, talking Zurich Classic, talking the meltdown of Bo Hostler, and how Bo Hostler is now on Johnny's list. He got the list. Johnny, tell everybody. We might have some new listeners. Why don't you tell everybody kind of a little bit about your list? Like, what, what's on the list and why? Or who? Well, there's a lot of reasons you potentially could be on the list. If you're just an idiot, you're on the list. If you've done me wrong, you're on the list. If you, man, there's a lot of things that could get on that list. I mean, there just really is. And it's mainly golfers. I mean, it's, it's just guys that just do golfers. some things that you ain't, if, I mean, I got two lists. I got the golf list and I got the list list. Right. The Luke list. Somehow I'm on both. <laughs> you are on both. See? You are on both. And it's real hard to get off the list. I mean, Damn you it. really got to prove something. And Billy Horschel was on our list. He was top dog on the list just because he's a coward. He, he just he he. I don't know if he drank too much of that swamp water down in Gainesville or what he grew up with, man. I don't know, but Bo Hostler went to number one on this list. Man, and he overtook can, overtook Horschel. He did. Wow. He's got a he's got some work to do to get off that list, you know. And and getting off the list that means you got to come through when you're supposed to. When I need you to, you got to make me some candy when I need you to. Uh, you know, you just can't do what you did in that tournament in, a, in an alternate shot partner format, what he right. did. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm not saying there was any chance Bo Hosser was going to make a President's Cup or, or, or a Ryder Cup team before this, but I'm damn sure no now he ain't ever going to make it because he can't come through in the clutch. And you look at those stats, man, losing fourth, 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 time he's had a 54 hole lead and you can't close you know sometimes when you close you close sometimes and you know he, this sometimes guy just when there's the, only one pickle in the pickle jar you just got to eat that pickle. and that's correct so man it just i just don't like the guy and then and then like i said at the end when his partner is frustrated with him at wyndham clark like we just talked about that tells me everything you know and if i'm frustrated and if his partner's frustrated with him then, uh, then I am too. No, so yeah, he's definitely on the list. I don't know what he's going to do to get off that list, but he's going to have to work awful hard to uh, to do so. Would you like to hear his best results in major championships? Well, I know he led the U.S. Open as a 15 year old high school high school kid. Oh, really? Uh, wow. That, yeah, that was like 38 years ago. Well, he's 28 now. No, yeah, it's like 38 years ago. Like it feels, uh, it, it, it feels like so long ago that he actually did this. I, I, I remember he, he led the U.S. Open at like 300 par as a high school kid. He did. You know, that's fact. Um, uh, so he's never played yeah. in the Masters. That's his shining moment, I think. In, in the PGA Championship in 2019, he tied for 36th. No check. In the British Open in 2018, tied for 75th. Good for him. In the U.S. Open in 2012, which is probably what you're talking about. 2012, I think. Tied for 29th. And you say that was after leading it, huh? Correct. But I think I've figured out why he's an idiot, though. I've, I've Just look at his Wikipedia page, and it will tell you, uh, I don't know, if you go over to the personal information, the very first line in the second box under personal information, Johnny. He likes Pokemon? College. University of Texas. 
That's not. That's all you need to know to know that he's an idiot. No, 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 no. That's not true. Don't take my stuff. No, I'm the only one can bang him. That's probably the only good thing he has going is University of Texas. Just because you're an A&M guy doesn't mean that you know that's why. That's 100 percent not why. Because if you're going to use that theory, you got to hate Jordan Spieth also. Well, trust me, it's coming. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm right there. Then you got to hate Shuffler. Oh, I'm closer to hating him than I am no. Spieth. Oh, well, we both hate Justin Leonard, so that, we're good there. Oh, but that's God. not really because of the University of Texas. No, that's because I played against him in high school. You can well, I, I I went a little step further. You than did, that, but you, you did. Yeah, We've compared yeah, that but, story. Yeah, that's that. But that 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 I, it's it's funny you say that, but that's not why. But I, the guy, I don't know, man. He's just a California man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Or sometimes you're just born with you know, a, a steel stomach and you can deal that. But, you know, theoretically, it's easier in a team format, right? I mean, when yeah. you got somebody like that at Wyndham Clark, Wyndham Clark played incredible. Like, he played – I really thought he played awesome. Mm-hmm. He had a couple bad shots, but he hit some bad shots because Bo Hosser put him in spots that he just couldn't play. And I'm like, man, how much – I don't know, dude. I, I, I got to see some more. Uh, he's not going to get off the list. I promise you he ain't going to be on our betting card here anytime soon until I see a little bit more. No. And he's certainly not going to be off the list. So remind me, Thursday and Saturday, was that uh, was that best ball? I was best ball. That's yeah. how they started on Thursday, right? Best ball. So they yeah. shot a 64 and a 63 yep. for best ball. And then 66 and 65 for uh what was the other form of the way they call it some weird um, alternate shot they didn't shoot no they they shot they didn't the last round they shot 71 an alternate shot i'm sorry yeah that's right that was uh, i'm talking about riley and hardy yeah that yeah. was their 65 yeah. so yeah 71 on sunday in a team format that dude that's that's terrible you know and, it's an excuse and i'm gonna go back a little bit a little bit also man how how poor that 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 keith cashmere keith played he Listen, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. If Sung J M, he played better than anybody in that whole field. He he played incredible. He played incredible all week. And Keith just Keith did, does what he does. He plays so bad the first couple first couple rounds. He plays great. Now we know he plays shitty even when he's got a partner in the last in the last round. The guys. I mean, if Bo Hostler. Bo Hostler and him probably go to dinner t- together every every damn night on tour right. because they 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 just I don't know man they're both just cowards they can't get it done they just lolly around that place and and Keith Mitchell for as much talent as that guy has for him to have only one PGA Tour win how many leads has he squandered through I mean he he's he's not too many too much he's got way more talent than Bo Hostler but how many leads does he squander? Um, going into the last round, we bet him all the time, and we think he's got so much talent. But if it wasn't for Sung JM, I mean, he would have. They would have shot a million. Well, they shot everything that I read on this pair. By the way, they finished in sixth place at twenty five under. Everything that I read about this team was that they were both to blame. No, for for no. not winning. Um, no, who was it? Sung JM. Sung JM played 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 awesome. See, I, I read in a couple of different places, and again, I didn't get to watch much of it. No. That, that his iron play was was terrible this weekend because Keith Mitchell put him in spots that he couldn't play out of. So you, so you're saying that's a result of Mitchell's drives and oh, one hundred percent, absolutely, it is. I wa- I watched every shot that they hit. Sung J M over the past over the past four days played better than anyone in the field. I'm telling you that right now. He played better than anyone in the field, and then you know Keith just nonchalantly going out there. I mean, like. 
I don't know, dude. He it, he went down. He went down the damn. What's that Church Street down there? What that? What's what's down in New Orleans? Bourbon Street. Yeah, he went down there too much. The he French Quarter too much. Yeah, French Quarter. He went down there too much. He might some saw one of those lady boys or something down there that they got down there and had too many of those three for ones. I'm telling you, those wow. three for ones will get you. Sorry, Nancy. And, I apologize. I did not set him up for this. She don't know what that is, so she's cool. Um, don't pretend but, like you forgot what the French Quarter was called. I did. <laughs> What's that place down there? I don't know. I've never been there. Uh, anyways, he played great. <laughs> he played great. So, uh, like I said, that, that's all on Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell played awful. He chunked. He, I've never seen anybody, a pro, like chunk more sand wedges than him. Like, that's called jelly legs. That's called too many hurricanes. That's called too many beads on your chest. It's too much down there on uh, on Bourbon Street down there, and uh, that that got him. I promise you, it got I wanna, him. I want to I want to take a trip down there and play that course. We gotta go play that course. It's just okay. I feel like I could dominate it. Yeah, I mean, one hundred five doesn't it doesn't mean domination. Never you know shot, that. never shot over a hundred in my life. Whatever. Still my claim to fame. Okay. Um. So tell me, let's see, tied for fourth, you had your defending champs at 26 under Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shefefefli. Um, It looked like their play in foursomes was impressive, but the uh, the four ball didn't really work too well for them from, every, from the replays that I saw, from everything I've read, uh, where they started uh, 66 or 67, 66. And they just couldn't make enough birdies kind of the rest of the way to keep up with everybody. Yeah, we knew they were going to play well in alternate shot. That's kind of their forte, right? That's why they're always paired together in alternate shot in, in the President's Cup and um, in the Ryder Cup. So we knew, we knew that was going to be kind of their bread and butter. I thought they would make a better move than they did. Uh, the last round, I thought they'd catch up, but uh, I'm not saying they're really too far back because they weren't. I mean, I thought they could get to 30 from the position that they right. were. I thought down the stretch they just didn't really play well and did hit quality of shots. Um, I know that they put they put Cantley on the clock like twice. Really? So yeah, yeah. So they put him on the clock, which which is warranted. Um, just because of his, you know, the past probably three or four weeks, he's been just kind of, he's been the scrutiny of slow play. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but he's, he doesn't play fast at all. He's, he's one of the guys, but he's also one of the guys that doesn't give a shit about what anybody else thinks. So he's going to continue to do what he does. So unless they change that and penalize guys, they're not going to change. They're just not. Well, and so, they should be penalizing guys. This was something I had for last week that we didn't have time to get into, and we don't have time this week, so I'll just touch on it. After uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick won his tournament, dude, he had some strong words to say, and I think he named Cantlay as one of them. Just about did. guys with slow play. And it's, it's especially in a team event like this, though, dude, that's inexcusable. You know, and it's just not him. And they, they kind of transition over. You know, I like Tom Kim and all, but he had a chip shot on the last hole. They weren't even in contention, right. like not even in contention at all. He had a chip shot right in front of the bunker on the last hole. He took 12 practice swings. 12. 12. That's excessive. Walk, walked up, practice swing, walked up, and took 12 on a pitch shot. When you're not in contention, it's not like you're trying to win the – and I'm yelling at Steve. He's like, dude, hit hit it. Hit it. It's I, and I, I put it on a clock. It took it took him almost three minutes to hit that hit a chip shot when you're not even in contention. That's just that's crazy. 
Like, no, listen, dude, I know you're talented. I know you're an up and coming star, but promise you, no one wants to see you that much. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to see you on TV that much. I know your sponsors probably do, but if you keep doing what you're doing, your sponsors ain't going to see you because you're going to get penalties. You're going to be back in the field. So, you know, that's just something that's strong on me. I mean, listen, if you, if you blink twice, I've already hit the golf ball. Right. Listen, and, and that's you know, how it should be in team play. Well, just in general, when I'm playing golf, if I think, I, listen, I'm not that smart. So I have to, if I start thinking I'm in trouble. So, you know, I'm, I, I just want to go hit it and hit it. But, but again, that situation, like 12 practice shots, three minutes and you're not, I mean, you're, you're eight shots back. Like you have no chance to win a golf tournament. I mean, you just don't. You know, my coach, so, my, my uh, illustrious and sainted coach, uh, coach James Stockton back in the day when he was, that John's brother, when he was learning now. When he was learning yeah. me to play back in high school, he told me something that's resonated with me my entire golf outing that I've had for my whole life. If you take more than two pra- if you need more than two practice swings, you're probably going to screw it up anyway. So anything beyond anything beyond two, you're just hurting yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and I've always remembered that. You know, and if if I don't care if it's a drive, I don't care if it's a, a chip right off the green, dude. It's two practice swings, and I'm done. Yeah. I get, yeah. dude. I'm I'm out of shape. You know this. I get tired after two practice swings. I might yeah. need to puff on the old inhaler before before I take my regular swing. Probably a good idea. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Thank but, you. So yes, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, huge. I think huge disappointments by tying for fourth. Um, they were definitely the hottest coming in, especially their performance last year. The way their games are supposed to complement each other. Um, horrible. Uh, sixth place. We already talked about Kashmir Keith and Sung J M. Um, you did not like the play of Kashmir Keith at all. Uh, we also touched on a little bit, but let's talk about the Kim brothers tying for seventh at 23 under. Um, again, I didn't get to watch much of them, but I, I don't think they were really ever that close to being in contention, but I mean, a nice top 10 finish for them is good. Yeah, they just kind of plotted their way around it, right? They 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 couldn't make a move. I thought they were both playing solid. I don't think either of them played poorly or whatever. Uh, I just don't think that they, you know, they just didn't have it clicking what you kind of need the last round to kind of catch up a little bit. They were a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to that. They had to have a special round to win the tournament. And I think kind of after probably nine holes that they they couldn't they couldn't quite get there, especially the run of Davis Riley and Nick Hardy had that they knew they were climbing up the leaderboard and they maybe pressed it a little bit too much. And you can't really do that. You can't really press it, especially an alternate shot. Cause one bad swing, you know, for your partner or short side, trying to go into a pin that you probably shouldn't go to uh, when you know you need to catch up and you make that mistake. So they just didn't have it. They played solid. I mean, it was a good week for them. Um, so 23 under, you know, seven shots back. Uh, you know, not a not a bad not a bad performance for them. They, they were partners in the Presidents Cup, so that was a comfortable pairing for them. So uh, look for them potentially to uh, to to be paired up in the future. Uh, and then the last pairing I wanted to talk about, and it hurts my heart. But I told you this. I told you this going into the week that they were going to play poorly and probably miss. I think we had a bet. Re- rewind. Re- we had a bet. We did have a bet. I told you that they were going to remember a bet. Was it them? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Morikawa and Homa? Yes. We had a bet Wednesday. You were like, oh, they're going to win. I said, no, they're not. And I said, here's why I told you why. Here's why I know they had a bet. I said, if it gets windy, you know, Morikawa can't play in the wind. Right. And I told you that, you know, Max Homa is so bad on Bermuda grass. They're both California guys. 
Yeah, California. Yeah, California cowards. There it is. There it is. Oh, I but I told you that home plays poorly on Bermuda, and if it gets a little windy, and it didn't get that windy, it's just more cowards. Just you know, uh, he, I think he left. Uh, I don't want to get into that next show probably, but um, yeah, I told you. I told you they were going to miss the cut. I told you that, and you just like, nah. I was like, I told you. What's the bet? I can't say the bet on the air because I remember. So I'll rewind. Well, I don't remember what the bet was either. I do. Well, if we said it on last week, why can't we say it this week? Oh, we said it off off air. Oh, it wasn't on the air. Oh crap! No, I'm in no, we're not. No, no, we won't. We can't say it on the air. It's not. We we'll lose our sponsors. Probably in trouble now. Or, or we might gain more. Or <laughs> we might get more. Yeah, that we, maybe yeah. that we didn't know we needed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, man, they just never got things going. I did watch a little bit of them on Thursday, and I kind of knew. Oh crap, we're we're in for it here. Um. <laughs> Six under and four ball, just two under and foursomes. Um, they missed the cut by one. And you, you, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, the reason why you're able to predict a lot of this stuff and make your 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 betting cards so accurate is for you a lot. Of, for you, a lot of this comes down to the grass that they're playing on and the grass that they're used to playing on. And you you comment all the time. These guys from California can't hit that east southeast, you know, Florida swing type grass. Doesn't work for them. Some of that comes back over to Texas because it's even a little bit different. The Bermuda and stuff here in Texas is different than what you get out in Florida and, and up along the East Coast. So you get up north, and you knew going right into it that these guys were gonna were gonna fail. And it's just all kind of based because of the grass, right? Yeah, that's that's one of our factors. You know, when we talk about uh, you know our factors and we put into our betting formula, that's one of the twelve factors that we look at. Where are they? Where did they grow up? Where are they used to playing? You know, what type of grass is it? Is it Bermuda? Where's the grain? You look at a place like that in like Southern Louisiana, it's crazy grainy down there. So, not really trying to forecast for next week in Mexico, but that place is going to be very similar to New Orleans on the type of grass. They're going to play a little past pollen. Uh, a little mix of Bermuda past pollen down there, which is a grass that they 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 use in salt water. Mm-hmm. So it's very very grainy. So looking at look at some guys that potentially is going to play next or this coming week that had some success in New Orleans, but also maybe had some success last year and also had some si- success maybe in Puerto Rico or uh, some of those islands that they've had some that that they played well there for. So. Kind of a little preview for Wednesday show of, of the betting card. Look for those guys. But, man, that's a tough transition, man. When you go from California to Poe and, and, and bent grass on the greens, not a lot of grain. Uh, then you go to 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 the Florida swing where there's a lot of grain. I mean, listen, can you tell me the best finish that Colin Morikawa or Max Homas had in Florida? No. Exactly. I mean, it's just hard, man, and that's why they're 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 so comfortable going in California. That's why they have their successes out there. So um, it's a big deal. I mean, it's it's one of our top. You know, we have twelve points in our system that we do to to gauge our betting card, but that's probably two or three on my list of importance when it comes to that. Where grasses are used to playing to hitting some of those chip shots into that grainy grass down there. I mean, it's a different skill set, and if you're not used to it, man. You can make yourself look foolish real quick, uh, you know, kind of like you do every time you play golf. Yeah, and to me, grass is grass. Like, I just hit bad off mm-hmm. of all of it, you know. I mean, I don't even care. You can call it Bermuda. Yeah, sure. Call it whatever that grass was that uh, Carl Spangler invented in Caddyshack, you know, that you can also smoke it when you 
when you hit off of it. I, I'd hit bad off of all of it, so it is what it is. Um, and so I'll tell you what, let's uh, time. It's time to go over picks, but we're gonna take one more quick break. We'll go over Johnny's card and my card. My card didn't look horrible actually this week. Wasn't horrible. Uh, did you win? Do anything? Yeah, I had a winner. You did what? I did on my card. Well, we'll get into picks after this break. We're from the rough yes, on Fanstream Sports. As I'm trying to get there. Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Hey, everybody. IndyCar Tim here. I want to tell you about our friends over at Turf Life. Turf Life is the brand that salutes the consumer and the industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. It addresses the games we play and the jobs we do. Turf Life showcases sports, business, education, and our enjoyment of the outdoors. Head over to TurfLifeClub.com, become a turf head, and join the club today. Snag your window decal or other special Turf Life accessories over at TurfLifeClub.com, and I'll see you there. Thank you, Turf Life. Hey there, it's Colby Sepp. I'm here to talk to you about the Highlands Performance Golf Center. North Dallas's premier golf practicing facility. Practicing? Ah, if you're practicing, you're going to need some things. Like, you know, a premier golf practice facility. So what goes into a premier golf practice facility? It's 65 plus. That means more than 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, an indoor putting studio, and an 18-hole mini golf course. But wait, there's more. You can also take advantage of their PGA teaching pros. Get your golf game to level up that you so desperately need. What if it's raining? That's a good question, Tito. Well, they've got covered tees, Tito. Also, if it's cold, they've got heated tees, Tito. So take your game or your Tito out to Highlands Performance Golf Center. And if you need internets, well, highlandspgc.com. Go there, get your golf game right by going to the Highlands Performance Golf Center. See you later, Tito. And also you too, or if you're sitting with Tito. Eh, horrible dismount. It's a commercial. End. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers, and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 
214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7, day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More fans dream sports. Welcome back to Fanstream Sports and From the Rough. I'm Indy Cartin. That is Johnny the Gerbman Gerber. Happy Monday, everybody. Live from the Fanstream Sports Studios here in DFW. We're having fun with it, wrapping things up here. Don't forget, uh, Wednesday, 5 p.m. Central Time, right here across the Fanstream Sports Network, we will uh, preview Mexico for you. Not the country. That sounds weird. We're going to preview Mexico. Uh, but for some reason, the PGA Tour decides they got to go play a golf tournament in Mexico because I guess they ran out of courses in America. That's not true. Well, they, then why are they in Mexico? Trying to build the brand. Like, they're, I mean, it's trying to build the game. You know, it's another one of those tournaments like Puerto Rico that I played in before. So, nah. um, yeah. So, listen, that they're, they're, they're getting few and far between than the ones I've played in before because they're usually getting cut out. Right. They're usually those third tour, the third tier events that I've the played many, in. The before. mini tours? Yeah, yeah, right. The mini tours, but hey, that's part of growing the game. You know that that whole area that they're playing that Vendada. Not to get too much into it, is really cool place down in Puerto Vallarta. So it's a great place. I mean, last year's winner John Rahm, he's going down there for yep. a reason, and he's playing again. He's going to defend, man. So well, he's Mexican. He to, has to. He's Spanish now. What's, stop. What's the difference? I think. Well, we just lost our Mexican restaurant sponsor. Thank you, Tim. man. I wish we had one of those. I'm hungry. Me too. We need a Tex-Mex sponsor. You, uh, you guys text in 214-937-0569. Tell me what your favorite Mexican food is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Put it on there. Let's see if we can get some free food out of this. Right. Um, getting into our picks, Johnny. Um, yes, I did have a winner. Uh, and it was the guys that you hated. Um, as a course, my picks are for entertainment purposes only. Nobody listens to my picks to, uh, to place bets. Those are what your picks are for. But every week, of course, I pick a winner, top 10 and a top 20. I picked as my winner this week, the Shoffley Cantley team. They did not win. They finished tied for fourth at 26 under, as we discussed. My top 10s though, Johnny, I had Clark and Hostler, and of course they finished third. And then so you're so you're the one that jinxed me then. Well, yeah, but we knew that. Okay, we already knew that. We um, tried I, to overcome. We tried <clears throat> to overcome it. Tried to overcome on Sunday. It didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, my top twenty. I had Thorbjorn Olison and Nikolai Hogard. They did not crack the top twenty. They finished thirty second in sole possession. It was possession. a good pick, though. It I was so sixteen under. Yeah, they, they they went down there. Those uh, those. Those Denmark boys didn't didn't know what uh, New Orleans was all about, and they uh, they got in a little trouble from what I heard down in New Orleans. That's this is true. They got in a little trouble down there, and New Orleans had a little bit too much fun. That's uh, easy to do down him, there. Bjorn Olsen, they, they call him the Thunder Bear, right? That's what they call him. So uh, he got a little thunder put on him down there and uh, down in Bourbon Street. I, that's what I heard through the grapevine. So no surprise that those guys didn't. Uh, so those guys didn't perform. They they played well the first two days. Did you see them? And then they, yeah. then they got New Orleans. Yeah, they got New Orleans. They got uh, they got French quartered, is they what did. we call it. They got French quartered. They probably got Bourbon Streeted too. While those we were they were one. down there, man, I love that name Thorbjorn. That's those a cool th- name. Those three for ones, man. Those three for ones will get you. 
Those Pat O'Brien's hurricanes will get you too. Mm-hmm. I got so many hurricane stories down there. No, uh, Johnny's picks this week brought to you by Orca Golf, orca-golf.com. They make the highest quality PGA grade tour bags ever. And boy, they are the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. We've got one here in studio. So, yes, I have actually seen one and it is classy. They even designed yeah, a bag awesome. for the golden bear himself, Jack Nicholas. Head over to orca-golf.com, pick a great bag from their catalog, or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own custom logo, anything you want. You'll work with actual designers, and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett because she's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Johnny, how are your picks? <sighs> big sigh here just a big sigh if you were asking me 24 hours ago how my picks were i would say we're looking fantastic but right. look, really disappointing I, i'm I, i've never been so deflated coming in after a sunday coming into a monday with the picks uh we had one we had one top 20 pick uh we'll go through the list but i'm just i'm i'm so Man, I don't know what to do. So our number one pick on the board, we had Sun JM and Keith Mitchell uh, finish sixth at at, at, um, at twenty three under. I, I can't. I don't even know if I can get through this. To be honest, with you. I'm so distraught about this. So so going into Sunday, we had three of the top five teams that we had on our card to win the golf tournament. Three of the top five, and none of them won. So that just it's just really deflating to me. Uh, you know, I, I, I've long, I've learned a long time ago. These golf gods are fickle. I didn't, I, I didn't count anything in the bank. I didn't say, Hey man, I feel good. I watched, I knew some crazy shit was going to go on and it did. And it really did. And, um, you know, you're going into a Sunday, man, you can't just lollygag through this thing and, and, and think you're going to win. Hats off to Davis Riley, first off, and Nick Carter. They went and got that golf tournament, and good for them. That's what you're supposed to do on the PGA Tour to get your win, your first win. You go get it. Don't let it somebody give it to you. And that's the difference between Bo Hostler and Bo Hostler and Davis Riley and Nick Carter. They went and got it. I think Wyndham Clark's got that dog in him, but Bo Hostler doesn't. So that being said, Keith Mitchell doesn't either. And that just bothers me. He's got so much talent. So that was our first pick, T6, minus 23. Uh, Kirk Kitayama and Taylor Montgomery uh, finished 19 under, and they finished T19. Sounds weird that they shot 19 under and finished 19th. But yeah, uh, I expect way. I expected way more for those two guys. I thought they would struggle a little bit in the alternate shot format, but they actually performed better in the alternate shot, which was weird. You have two long hitters. I thought they would dominate the best ball part of it, and they really didn't. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's something to look at, uh, that they're toning their game down a little bit, but I can't figure out Taylor Montgomery. He's a big disappointment to me mm-hmm. when it comes into this year. I really thought he's, he's got to, he's got the skill set that he can really dominate this PGA tour. And I'm really, you know, I got to find out a little bit more what's going on. Maybe he's just getting his feet wet or something, but this guy's way too talented to finish where he's finishing. I thought he'd have at least one win by now, but, uh, that, no, no winner there. Uh, we Bo uh, Wyndham Clark and Bo Hosser was our third pick, finished third as we said at twenty seven under. I really don't want to say anything else about that. I'm kind of I'm kind of over it. Gotcha. Cam Seymour, 
Ham sandwich pick missed the cut this week, which is surprising. Davis Thompson and Will Gordon. You're looking at two potential superstars on the PGA Tour, a little bit like Nick Hardy and Davis Riley. They're kind of in that same set there. Uh, look for great things for those two guys, especially Will Gordon. He hits the ball far, and Davis Thompson also. So look for good things. It's surprising to me that they didn't play well as they needed to. Two guys that needed to PGA Tour win, and they just really couldn't get it done. So, uh, disappointing for there. Uh, our top 10, we had the Thunder Bear and Nikolai Hogard. Again, finished uh, 32nd at 16 under. Uh, that Swamp Water got him or something down there got him for sure. So <laughs> He got French quartered. Yeah. My, Desiree down there on the French quarter with the beads got him or something. I don't know. I don't know her name yet. Desiree I'm Dan. I'm going to find out for Wednesday what what, what her name was. <laughs> That's uh, got those boys, those Denmark boys down there. They'd never seen anything like that no. in Denmark. So I, pro- so I promise you something happened down there that uh, they got themselves in a little bit. Wait, trouble. don't they have Amsterdam? Huh? Don't they have Amsterdam in that in Denmark? It's a little bit different than New Orleans. Oh, that's probably true. A little bit different. Um, uh, we did cash in, unfortunately. it feels like We did cash in, but it feels like a crazy disappointing cash in. Top 20 with Davis Riley and Nick Hardy. Um, we did get there at minus 30. They finished that. Obviously they won the golf tournament and Brandon Ton, Pat, Pat, Pat and Kazire finished 17, another T for 26. Didn't get it for us in that top 20 spot. So I don't know what to say, guys. Listen, we haven't had a win this year, which is disappointing, but listen, we did go, uh, we did go five and one on matchups this weekend. So that was great. So that got our total to 30 wins, nine losses and four ties for the year. So we're doing really good on our matchups when it comes to that, making some money there. But no win yet this year. We got 18 events left on the PGA Tour. We're going to get on a run. I promise you we're going to get on a run. We're After this week, we would have been crazy in the positive if it would have come to where we wanted to. But, uh, listen, don't don't give up on us. We got a lot more PGA Tour events. We're just a little in the red this year, but we are 30-9, and 39-4 and four on our matchups, and we'll continue to have some success there. But looking forward to Mexico, uh, previewing Mexico on Wednesday. And really, that's why you got to stay tuned and tune in and follow the system. Follow Johnny's yep. system. You can't just come in and make make a bet here and there from week to no. week. You got to follow the system. He's got a system. It's tried. It's true. Makes him money every year. Don't forget, he places all of these bets that he tells you guys to place. He's not just a TV talking head telling you what to do. He does all this himself. He's very transparent with it. He's very transparent with how he comes about with those picks. He doesn't hide anything. So make sure you're listening every week on Mondays and on Wednesdays, as well as following along on social media. The show is at From the Rough PGA uh, on at Fanstream DSP. He is Jay Gerber, PGA Pro. I am at Any Cartim. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. We appreciate everybody that's made this one possible. Of course, our awesome sponsors, TurfLifeClub.com, Orca-Golf.com, HighlandsPGC.com, and our good friends over at Golf Central Magazine there at GolfCentralMag.com. The April issue is out. Go over there and check it out for free online. We would appreciate it. Johnny, any parting words for the folks this week? Let's get ready for Mexico. I like Mexico. We'll be back on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time all across FanStream Sports and on your favorite podcast app that evening. Until next time, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight.
Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. 